This podcast may include some content that's not suitable for children. I honestly can't remember. Hello, welcome to... Episode 8 of Unsolicited Thoughts. Uh, another week, another heap of questions. Let's get right into them. Uh, first question this week, if you were jelly, what colour jelly would you be? That's from Annie, age 6. A child! Wow, my first question from a child, I think. I guess that I know of. Um, actually, I'm not sure why I've made the assumption that all the previous questions have been from adults. Perhaps they're not. Um Maybe in future, if listeners could put their age alongside their question, um, like Annie's done, well done Annie. Um, I wouldn't necessarily discriminate based on age, but it is important because uh, with Annie's question, um, if you were jelly, what colour jelly would you be? Had I not known that Annie is six years old, a child, a young child as well, um, I don't think I'd give it the time of day. I might even consider it a waste of time, um, almost not worth answering probably cut this whole section out of the podcast if I'm being perfectly honest but because it is from a child um I'm less dismissive uh same goes if it was from an old person um I have no intention of upsetting children or or old people uh yeah who enjoys upsetting uh, the young and the elderly um monsters monsters and tyrants um I'm not a monster I'm not a tyrant but I will be old one day, I hope, and I was once a child, often a very upset child, um, and I don't plan on inflicting that pain on Annie or Granny. Um, plus, you know what? There's a real beauty and a sweetness in the simplicity uh, of Annie's question. Um, yeah, so Annie, what colour jelly would I be? Well, um, it's my understanding that with jelly, colour equates to flavour. And I'm very much an orange-flavoured man. I love uh, orange sweets, orange Skittles, orange Smarties, orange babies, orange jelly babies, uh, orange bonbons, orange chocolates, orange juice, orange squash, uh, orange cocktails, orange crisps, uh, orange carrots, orange peppers, orange cheese, uh, orange cereal, uh, the orangey bits of eggs, orange sauces, uh, Duck Alarange. Um, what else? I'm not actually a fan of uh, individual oranges, like the fruit. Um, I struggle with the peel and the pith. But overall, I love orange flavours. So I guess I would go for orange. But then, hmm, if I am the jelly, I'm not going to be eating myself. That's absurd, so... Maybe it's not about the flavour, maybe it's more about the aesthetics. Um, so yeah, maybe it's more about what colour would I like to be. Um, what shades do I like? Uh, perhaps, uh, yeah, a misunderstood purple. That's a nice shade. We have that in our bathroom. Uh, or a proud green. Um, it's a little bit less flashy than smug green. Uh, or yellow deference. Um, that's got a lovely hue. But again... Uh, more to consider. If I am the jelly, if that's my existence, do I really want to be eaten? Um, is this actually more a question of survival? Should I choose a less appealing colour and shape 
uh, less appealing shape as well, an unappealing colour and shape to, I guess, ward off potential predators. Um, blue, uh, a furtive blue in the shape of um, a gun or a cannon or some other weapon, maybe. Um, or absent grey. Yeah, like a perfectly opaque absent grey. Maybe in the shape of a body part, a brain, maybe, or a foot. Uh, yeah, an absent grey foot. Um, you know, all the detail, bony and hairy, the ankles as well. Uh, yeah, completely opaque. Um, I definitely wouldn't want to eat that. I don't imagine many people would. Um, and I know that they do jelly moulds for some body parts because I helped make jelly willies for my wife's Hindu. And there was all sorts of lengths and girths and some that were much, much more detailed than others. So I presume it wouldn't be too hard to get hold of a, a foot mould too. Um, again, another consideration though, who is the predator? Is it you, Annie? Is it, uh, is it a group of children, like a, a kid's party? Um, because if it is, I guess I'd elect to be a colour and shape that could frighten young children. Um, so yeah, maybe I, I think I'm throwing this back to you, Annie. Um, what frightens you? What keeps you awake at night? Uh, do let me know, and and you know, get your friends involved too. Um, I could really do with swaying the audience a little bit younger. Um, as I said last week, so yeah, let me know what frightens you, Annie, and what keeps you awake at night. Uh, next question from Rodri and Lisa. Uh, we love the way your ticker ticks. How would you like to name our unborn baby? Shit. Wow. What an honour. Um, I name it a new month. Um, okay. I could take this one away, but I feel like, I feel like I'm going to go live on this one. Although I am struggling. I can, I can only really think of three names, four names actually, uh, off the top of my head. They're, they're Roger and Lisa. That's you and, you might not want to go for your own names. Uh, Francis, that's my name. And Annie, who asked the last question. Uh, oh, and Jelly, is that a name? Could that be a name? Um, let me think. Oh, actually. Okay, let me grab something. I'm leaving the closet. Going out. Grabbing my notebook. Just have a look. Going back into the closet now. Oh, listen to those acoustics. Right, so this uh, is a list of names. Um, they're actually name suggestions for uh, our fish, so they're not all totally humany, um, but they're also not all totally fishy. Um, you haven't mentioned a gender in your question, so I'll just try to give you a bit of everything. Um, so here is the list of names. We have Tank, Psycho, Zebra, Deborah, John, Joel, Bubbles, Shark, Shane, Chewy, Charles, Charlie for a boy, Charlie for a girl, Tobias, Top Hat, Cinnamon, Juicy, Jamie for a girl, Jamie for a boy, Lee, Nemo, Dory, Sebastian, Mermaid, Ariel, Meg, Megalodon, Egg, Eglodon, Nessie, Bessie, Chevy, Fingers, Tollincod, Colin or or Todd, uh, Dermot, Phineas, Finns, Rhino, R.I.P., uh, Leopard, Leopold, Leo, Polly, Susie, Sea Baby, Floater, Flo, 
Terry, Shanks, Bigfoot, Jaws, George, Georgia, Fizz, Flush, Festa, uh, Uncle, uh, Craig, Carol, Penny, Penny, Rocks, Roxy, Deep Blue, Big Blue, Wide Blue, Allison, and Nasha. Um, and that's that's all the names I have on the list. Um, we chose Rhino, Zebra, and Leopard for our fish, FYI. But you can you're allowed to choose those names as well. Um, yeah, I, I really hope there's some names on that list that you like. I guess it very much depends on how humany or fishy you want to go with the names. Uh, the name. Um, this is 2020, 21, 21. What year is it? 2021, after all. Uh, people are being sort of increasingly creative with names. Um, I recently, uh, I was on the phone and I spoke with a woman called Shadow. And um, she actually thought that uh, my name, Francis, was the most unusual name she'd ever heard, especially for a man. Um, so I guess with names, it's all about perspective, really. One man's Francis is another man's shadow, woman's shadow. Um, one man's Leopold is another man's Alison. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is that both those men probably think that their name is more normal than the others. Um, and I guess, actually, what is normal? You know, what is normal after all? Um, I certainly can't answer that. One man's normal is another man's... What? Um, yeah, okay, next question from Jules in Wrexham. Uh, do you employ nicknames? I guess that's a bit like, do you use nicknames? Um, and the answer is not if I can help it. Um, I did used to think that uh, one of my ex-colleagues was called Hans, H-A-N-S. Uh, but he was actually called Liam, and his nickname was Hands, as in H-A-N-D-S, like the body part. Uh, and when I found out that Hands wasn't his name and his nickname was Hands, um, it made our relationship um, quite difficult, a bit tricky, because um, really, well, two things happened. Firstly, I suspected that uh, his nickname was based on what he did, probably less than consensually with those hands, and that made me feel deeply uncomfortable i assumed he was a bit of a handsy fella and i disapproved i didn't like it um secondly i just couldn't stop staring at his hands in meetings and he gesticulated a lot i mean that could be why he was called hands actually anyway yeah when, when you only watch someone's hands when they're talking you're not really listening to them unless you're deaf of course in which case yeah hands hands are very important um, because of sign language. So, yeah, there's an ob obvious exception. Um, but, yeah, anyway, back to nicknames. With the, the example with hands is pretty much exactly why I don't use or employ nicknames, as your question says. I feel that um, if you really have to use a nickname for someone, uh, they should only be someone that you know really, really well. Um, and if it's being used sort of affectionately, I guess, uh, yeah, well, I've talked about my friend Anthony on the podcast before uh, and we actually call him dan um dandruff uh, anti-dandruff uh, like anti-dandruff shampoo head and shoulders um head shoulders knees and toes knee toe tony tony anthony anthony um but yeah the, the nickname's nothing to do with him having lots of dandruff um or or a weird head or gammy knees or, or lopsided shoulders or you know, missing toes or extra toes, anything like that. He's lovely. He's perfectly well turned out. Um, a fine physical specimen. Um, yeah, the nickname is just something that sort of started. And um, I think we would all say there's no malice behind it, which is 
uh, often the issue for me with nicknames is that they are often used in a in a cruel sort of way. Um, I used to have a boss, uh, and I, I should say I didn't start this, um, but I did join in. Uh, we called her Marble Face Bristle Tyrant, and arguably she was an absolute Marble Face Bristle Tyrant. Um, but when she announced she was taking sick leave to deal with um, you know stress and anxiety, we we all just felt awful. You know, truly the uh, the tyranny had become the the tyranners, and you know the monsties had become the monsters, and I've never really recovered from that. Um, she did, um, yeah. She quickly returned to work, and she had a sort of newfound confidence and level of cruelty. Um, yeah, she sacked us almost immediately, which we probably deserved, not because of the the nickname. I don't think she knew about that, but more because of a general sort of shared ineptitude amongst the team. Um, yeah, so that's nicknames. They're a messy thing. I don't like them. I've had a few in my time. I won't divulge them here. And none of them have made me feel, you know, better about myself or, or, or more included. Um, so yeah, call me by my name or, or, or call me now. Um, okay. Yeah. So what time are we on? All right. Um, now is as good a time as any for a quick break. Um, actually, uh, <laughs> I'll let you peek behind the uh, magician's curtain um, for a moment. Uh, while the break will feel like 30 seconds for you, the listener, it will actually be more like 24 hours for me. Um, I'm not actually recording the second part of this podcast until tomorrow. So there's a little bit of uh, podcast magic, uh, a little bit of a behind the scenes. Um, but when we do come back, I'll have another round of things I did learn this week um, and uh, some questions from me, the host, to you, uh, the listeners, it's time for um, my very first listener survey poll. So, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. Um, I'll be back after the break. Hello. Uh, welcome to another episode of uh, Unsolicited Thoughts, episode 9. Uh, hold, hold, hold up. Episode 9. Getting ahead of myself. Uh, still on episode 8, aren't we yet? Um, sorry, recording a day apart has left me uh, all confused. Um, we'll go for a quick break. No, we've had a break. Um, we're back from break. Break time is over. Uh, yeah, uh, welcome back. Um, right, there's the agenda. Aha. Okay, yes, yeah, so time for some things I did learn this week. And... Uh, this week I found a very short sort of uh, think piece, I guess you might call it, um, on the World Wide Web. Uh, it's called Unreasonable Beast. Uh, it's written by Leslie Griech. Um And as well as teaching me a few things, a few factoids, it also really made me reconsider something about myself. Um, I'll, I'll go into that afterwards. But first, here is Unreasonable Beast by Leslie Griech. Um Jellyfish don't have a brain or a heart, so cannot be reasoned with. Turtles are cold-blooded, so are equally unreasonable. A pod of dolf dolphins can number up to a thousand dolphins. Try reasoning with a thousand dolphins. Have you ever tried to reason with a ten-foot wave, an eight-foot dumper, a six-foot curler? The ocean is lawless and unreasonable. The sea is unreasonable. Water is unreasonable. You can plead with the rain rain to go, go away, way, but it rarely does. Um, and that is that is Unreasonable Beast by Leslie Griech. Um, a few things. I didn't know that jellyfish didn't have brains or hearts. Um, I didn't know turtles are so mean. Um, and 
I would say for three consecutive nights now, I've been woken from night terrors, from nightmares in, in these cold sweats. And every one of them has been me facing down uh, a thousand strong dolphin army. Um, and I know dolphins are, you know, supposed to be quite smart and I'm really not a good swimmer. So you can imagine, you can imagine the fear I'm feeling. Um, but yeah, so what that think piece really helped me realize is that maybe, you know, the fact that I am a weak swimmer, maybe it's not actually my fault. I've always felt guilty and embarrassed at how I, I like thrash around and splutter my way around water, uh, even baths, but maybe it's not my fault. Maybe it's the water's fault. Um, as Leslie says, water is unreasonable. So yeah, powerful stuff. Um, right, moving along. Uh, it's time for you guys, the listeners, to answer some of my questions. I'm turning the tables uh, on you. Um, it's time for my first ever listener survey poll. I thought it was about time. I'm keen to get your feedback in a bit more of a structured way, a bit more of a measurable way. I've had dribs and drabs, but all of it's a bit um, ad hoc and sporadic. So I'd like to invite you um, to take part in, in the listener survey poll. I'll give you uh, a minute or so to grab a pen and some paper. Uh, if you're driving, uh, actually, don't worry about grabbing a pen or paper. Focus on the road and listen back and uh, fill in the survey poll when you can. Um, I'll just give everyone else another minute or so. Um, apologies uh, if you can hear some of the background noise there. It's some singing uh, that you can probably hear. Uh, we have the window clean around. He's actually outside and he loves to belt out a tune. But hopefully, because I'm in the closet, hopefully we're sort of far enough away. Um, there's enough layers between me and him, so it, hopefully the mic isn't picking him up. Um, I'll just wait another minute or so for people to grab their pens and paper. He must be able to hear that now. He's very loud. Um, what is he singing? Oh, yeah, yeah, he's uh, Zombie by the Cranberries. Banger. He's actually quite good, uh, to be fair to him, but yeah, irritating. Uh, maybe just another minute or so? No, no, uh, no, time's up. Um, hope you're all ready. Hope you've got uh, your pen and some paper. Um, let's begin the survey poll. Um, first question, uh, sort of demographic data. I'd like to know your age. Um, nothing specific, just... Uh, Maybe, yeah, I'll do, uh, we'll do some brackets. So, um, say zero to 60 years old and then 60 plus maybe. Second question, uh, location. Um, again, don't be too specific. Um, no postcodes or anything like that. It's no street name. In fact, maybe I'll just, if you can just, uh, choose one of the following, uh, we'll go with north, south, east, west, uh, middle, um, and then maybe not UK for international listeners. Uh, those are your options. Uh, third question. Uh, would you recommend the podcast to a friend? And then following on from that, if so, uh, how many friends? Uh, actually, some of you might not have many friends. So maybe, um, how can we do this? How many friends as a percentage of your total friendship group? Maybe that works better. So if you have four friends and you'd recommend it to three of them, then 75%. Um, and again, if you were to recommend the podcast to a friend, what words would you use? Um, 
I'd like individual words, no no sentences or phrases, and maybe a maximum of 50 words, please, if that's doable. Um, and I guess try to be more imaginative than just like good or great or lovely. Um, think about how the podcast really, you know, makes you feel and, and how you'd uh, convey that to someone else, a friend. Um, okay, next question. Flipping the uh, the friends' questions on the heads. Um, would you recommend the podcast to an enemy? And again, um, how many enemies? How many enemies as a percentage of your total enemy group? So if you've got six enemies and you'd recommend it to four of them, then you know two thirds. You know sixty six point six recurring percent. Uh, and also, yeah, again. Uh, what words would you use to recommend the podcast to an enemy? Um, try not to use anything too offensive or graphic, please. And uh, related to the recommendations, would some sort of uh, cash incentive affect how readily you would recommend the podcast um, either to uh, friends or to enemies? Okay, next question. Uh, a few rapid fire questions here. Um, for these, you'll have three options, more or less or ambivalent. So I'm going to name some parts and some aspects of the show um, for example talking and you're going to say whether you want more talking uh, you want less talking or you want uh, or you're ambivalent to talking um, okay here goes pens at the ready questions more less or ambivalent jingles more less or ambivalent theme music more less or ambivalent answers more less or ambivalent sport talk more less or ambivalent Cultural recommendations, more, less, or ambivalent. Uh, personal details about the host, me, more, less, or ambivalent. Other voices on the podcast, more, less, or ambivalent. Episodes, more, less, or ambivalent. Poetry, more, less, or ambivalent. Advice, more, less, or ambivalent. Lists, more, less, or ambivalent. Surveys, more, less, or ambivalent. Uh, and finally, enunciation, more, less, or ambivalent. Um, so... That is the listener survey poll. If you could uh, email me um, your answers or, or post them to me in the usual ways, you know how. Um, don't put your names on them. I'll try to keep these anonymous uh, if possible. Um, yeah, and I'll, I think I'll try and get you some feedback by next week, let you know what the results are, and that'll be quite interesting. Uh, but for this week, that's a wrap. Um, just a quick note. I, I did say last week uh, that we are we are open for business. We're, you know, if there's any ad reads, um, then, you know, particularly for oldies and I guess maybe youngies as well. So over 80s, under 10s, um, if there's anyone targeting those audiences, uh, let me know. Um, otherwise, I'll, uh, I'll see you next week.